Welcome to the second edition of the KO Show, uh, brought to you by the 1970 Club. And this is Mark Houston, along with my co-host today, Kevion Nolan and Omar Payne. Uh, this is our second podcast, and uh, we're following uh, up on a uh, game that was just played a few days ago against Duke University, Cameron Indoor Stadium, uh, which unfortunately the Dolphins did not prevail. They hung tough for about 15 minutes, about three-point game, and then ended up losing uh, by about 27 uh, in this game. So I want to talk to the guys in our first segment about the Duke game and and ask some of their impressions. Uh, first, let's talk about uh, Kevion and Omar. What was it like uh, to come out uh, pregame and at Cameron Indoor Stadium and see the students and see the, the crowd so into it uh, an hour before the game? What was that like for you guys? Um, for me, uh, I try not to get too caught up in it, but uh, it was just cool just because, you know, like I said, I, when I was growing up just following the North Carolina Duke game, you always, like, see what the camera indoors. So to finally able to get to see it and everything, it was kind of, you know, cool. Didn't really want to get too caught up in it because, you know, it was a business trip, not really a field trip yeah. at the end of the day. But, uh you know, it was kind of, it wasn't really much, you know, settled in. And once I settled in, once warm ups and stuff got started, you know, I was able to really lock in. I don't really feel like the, you know, the fans and stuff, I wouldn't really pay too much attention to it. Just really was able to lock in, but definitely a cool experience. No intimidation factor. No, not at all. How about you, Omar? I know you've played in some big arenas like Kentucky and, mm-hmm. and, uh, some of the other big ones in the SEC. Were any, any intimidation or? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's that much intimidation for me. I feel like, a, like a arena that's really intimidating, like Kentucky, just the way it's built and it holds more people. So you really feel the crowd and stuff like that. But going going to Duke was pretty cool just to see the banners up, the history of it. I never been there before, so the first time was really a good experience. But I don't think it's that intimidating because usually, you know, with the conference games, I feel like that's when the crowd really get into it because you've been there a couple of times, they know about you, so it's more intimidating when it's okay. a conference. Uh, obviously, guys, I know both of you pretty well, and you must have been disappointed uh, in the final score and the result of the game. Uh, did Was there a feeling that – that you could play and hang with Duke the entire game. And uh, tell me how you think things got away from you during the game. Um, I would say all in all, it was really just a learning experience. But uh, I would feel like we, we really felt like we had a chance, you know, like on times where we could have capitalized on certain possessions. Uh, we may have turned the ball over, may have got sped up a little bit. And uh, the, kind of, the game kind of got away from us. But um, for the most part, we really felt like, we could really compete with those guys. Like, they just weren't, you know, 27 points. That's the end score. Well, you know, personally and as a team, we don't feel like they're just 27 points better than us. There's a lot of things that we did wrong and that they, you know, credit to Duke for sure. They're a great, great team, well coached. So they capitalized on a lot of our mistakes. And, um, you know, so it's a learning experience at the end of the day. We'll learn from it and, and grow and become better. What did uh, Coach Shire say to you after the game? I saw him uh, greet you uh, um, a little extra. He was pretty cool, just saying that I was a good player. He had did his research and, you know, just wished me luck for the rest of the season. He's a pretty okay. cool guy. And, Omar, uh, tell me, where, where do you think the game got away a little bit? Uh, obviously, you're down three. You're playing pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Five, six minutes to go in the first half. They go on about a 10, 12-point run. What do, you, what do you think? Could you figure out what happened during that time frame? I mean, I'm kind of agreeing with what Kay said. Just learning experience-wise, like, you know, there's a lot of new dudes on this team. I don't think people really notice that. They expect us to come out, you know what I'm saying? It's the a, it's a first game. 
So it was just a good learning experience. Basketball is, is a long season, so we can't really just – we just got to put this behind us and worry about the next game and just build together our team chemistry and just build as a team. So tell me a little bit about how you how you deal with this. This was a big game, uh, first game of the season. Uh, do you look at the film, uh, and how long do you really study the film in a game like this before you move on to the the rest of the season? Did, did you do you try to figure out some things from this game? Oh, uh, for sure. I feel like each game, whether it's a win or a loss, you know, it'll never be a perfect game from us. So we, I feel like each game we'll have something to learn from, and with this game in particular. Um, you know, everybody normally starts their game, you know, with like a 9-D1 or a cupcake game. So for us to come out and play somebody, you know, who's ranked in the top 10, uh, it really, like, showed us, like, where we measured up very, very early. And um, they're, they're elite in a lot of areas that, you know, that'll pay off once conference play going around. Like, once they come around, they did some things that teams in our conference may do similar. So that won't be our first time, you know, just going against it once in conference play and, Really, non-conference really prepares us for conference play. So being able to play the Duke and, and be able to learn from that, watch that film, is big. I feel like uh, we don't really stay here too long just because it's a long season. You know, this is the first game. So, boom, it's 0-1. We got to just really we have a new next game on on Friday, and we have to be ready to handle business, and we move on from there. Duke was a good experience, learn from it, and, you know, on to the next. Right. Now, uh, Omar, you obviously were at Illinois last year, but Kevion, uh, fairly early in the season, you went up and played Liberty, and they just shot the lights out and, and blew you guys out, quite right. frankly, up at Liberty. Right. And yet, you seemed to bounce back immediately after that game and really played well the remainder of the season. Um, is it is it a situation where sometimes you, you, you play a team that plays very, very well, and you just have to concede that they were better than us tonight. Mm-hmm. We can be better than we were tonight, right. but we just need to move on, and the next game will be our test. Yeah, yeah for sure. I feel like sometimes as a team, whether it's whether it, it may not be in that situation for us at Duke, but through parts of the season, you know, you need that. You know, you may need that loss to give you a wake up call or whatever you need to do to get back aligned. And um, I feel like we'll do that for sure. Yeah. And Omar, you, you feel. Uh, that you take a loss like this against a very good team and feel like you put it behind you, you do learn some things. Yes. Obviously, you, you've watched the film. You mm-hmm. probably have learned some things that you want to do a little differently yes. as the season progresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, just go back to film, watch it. Just don't let the same things happen again. Build, turn it into a habit, and just um, like we can't just let it turn into a losing streak. So in the next game, got to bring it okay. a game. And we're going to go in our next segment. We're going to talk about – your next game, which is against a non, as you said, a non-division one team. You're going to play a couple of those back to back. And I want to talk a little bit about what you're going to be able to, uh, learn and develop in playing those teams and how you need to treat those games, uh, as the season develops. And so we'll be back with, uh, segment two and, and, and in just a bit. Back with uh, segment two of the uh, KO show with uh, Kevion Nolan and Omar Payne of the Jacksonville University men's basketball team. Uh, guys, we talked uh, about uh, the Duke game, and uh, let's talk a little bit about how teams, uh, beginning with Duke, but how other teams have uh, played the two of you guys individually. Uh, Kevion, um, the scouting report for anybody that plays Jacksonville University is is don't let number three get any open looks. So uh, Duke did a fine job against you uh, in that respect. Limited your shot opportunities. Didn't give you a lot of open looks for sure. 
So knowing that teams are going to play you that way, uh, what what is your thought process about how, how you need to adapt your game when teams play you, overplay you, double-team you, and make it difficult for you to get shots? Um, first and foremost is probably just being patient and all of it and letting the game come to me um, and using my teammates. Like I have a lot of weapons in my big man. And uh, we have people around Ark that can make shots. Like the guests we have in later is Jerry's Cook. I have Dylan O'Hearn, Giazzi Powell, Jordan Davis. So all of those guys that I have, just putting them in best situations and using, you know, their their thing to take me out of the game, using it against them. So if it's if I've seen a double team, really just getting off of it and finding putting my guys in best the best situations to, you know, be successful. Really just. All in all, just being patient, you know, not really trying to force anything and just letting the game come to me. And Omar, uh, in the Duke game, I assume we may see some of this throughout the season. Uh, you got a lot of space when you're getting the ball at the high post, When you're particularly when you're playing the four position. Yes. Uh, you're at the high post, um, and you're getting some space. So is that a, a shot that you feel confident in? Or are you encouraged to take that 15-footer by the coaching staff? Yeah, um, I'm definitely comfortable with my shot. Uh, but I just feel like if a team just going to be able to sag on me, I just got to be a threat and still be able to facilitate my team where they're going to have to play up on me. Yeah, and and one of the things that uh, might surprise some people is you're very athletic, uh, obviously a shot, great shot blocker, a couple of big shot blocks that were impressive in the mm-hmm. Duke game. But uh, you're a pretty good passer, and you enjoy mm. uh, passing, particularly to the other big man, Mike Marsh. You yes. like the passing aspect of the game, I take it. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, I feel like if, if if I get the ball to Mike, he's going to give the ball to me. So, I mean, we're going to share the ball with each other, and then that's going to make the whole team facilitate with each other. If we all share the ball, then there will be no bad shots. Um, guys, I want to talk to you about uh, your positions uh, in, in basketball. Uh, Kevion, you're playing the point guard. Uh, you've played both point guard and the, what they call the two or scoring guard throughout your college career. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a preference uh, uh, as to which position you're playing uh, in the game? Uh, nah, I, I've kind of grown to like to like, like this. Uh, I've always kind of been a combo guard. So regardless, like when I was in high school, they put me on ball at the one and the two. So I used to kind of shy away from the point guard position a lot. So um with the ball being in my hands and really for sure making me a point guard last year, I really learned that role and really embraced it. And um, I probably, I don't know, I really don't have a problem with going either one, but I, I like the point guard position, just learning how to be in control of everything and, and putting guys where I need to be and just, you know, taking care of the ball, those things. Those are things, you know, I want to want to be able to to do. So playing the point guard position, I'll probably say. Okay. And Omar, uh, you play both the four and the five. If Mike Marsh is in the game, uh, we've got two bigs in the game at the same time, mm. and that happens quite a bit. Uh, do you have a preference between uh, playing the low post or, or, or playing up at the high post? Um, no, I don't have a pre- uh, preference. I just feel like just being versatile, that's what makes the game easier on my team, just on myself. But, uh, I mean, I, I like sharing the ball. I like scoring, do whatever it takes. I feel like I, I could do it all. I just got to do it. Now, guys, we've got a game this week uh, against Johnson University. It's a non-Division One game. Uh, typically, uh, Jay, you may play two or three of those games during the season. In fact, you guys are going to play back-to-back non-D1 schools. Um, there's obviously going to be a big talent differential. How do you approach those games 
so that you um, you gain uh, good experience from playing those games. Um, to not play down the competition, not, like go out there and you know going out there to know that we're playing for something bigger. Like this is a game to still handle business. At the end of the day, like they're on the schedule just like anybody else. So, and we're coming off a loss too. So it's not really. A time to like let up and say, okay, all right, this is a division, a non D one. You know, we can go out here and kind of just play around. Like we still have to counter that and take take care of business and treat like see the big picture out of everything. Work on some of the things that we didn't do so well in the Duke game. Work on things that you know we were gonna need to be able to do down the stretch. So really approach just like a business a business game and treat it just like any other. So. You know, it's not our fault that they're on the schedule and, you know, they're not in one We really got to go out there and just handle business, still win, and play the way we play. And is that is that the way you look at it, Omar, a business opportunity and you can't let up or, or take this game lightly in any respect? Yeah, you definitely can't take this lightly, but just on case said, you really can't let up. But another thing that really changed my mind is uh, so the first game we played Johnson and uh, my high school teammate, my AU teammate, he just transferred to that school. So he could have went D1. So, like, that's just a show me example. Like, yeah, like, just because you don't know him, you don't know he could have went D1, he could have not. So, right. I mean, he had a couple of 30 games when he, like, I mean, we won't have scouting him because I know him, but, uh, like, you still can't let up competition. You don't know who you're playing. Just like he was my teammate, you don't know. Right. And 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 one I know it's uh, it's not good for your team uh and your 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 confidence as a team if you don't execute well and play well against a lower level team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because now if as Kevin said, playing down to the to the opposition, that's not gonna give you much confidence yeah. uh, moving forward wanna, with the know, season. We don't want to be one of those teams that, that got upset by a 91. It happened a couple times last year. So, yes. you know, we better make sure we take care of business and, and that not let that be us. Well, guys, uh, we're going to come back with segment three, and we're going to let uh, one of the new guys in uh, transfer join us. Jarius Cook's going to join us with, for segment three, and we're going to talk to Jarius a little bit about his background and, and how he's adapting to life in Jacksonville and and with the Dolphins. So we'll be back with segment three in a little bit. Back with uh, segment three of the KO show, and we're joined uh, by uh, Jarius Cook, a uh, transfer from North Dakota State. He's joined the Dolphins this year. And uh, Jarius, uh, welcome to Jacksonville, Florida, and welcome to Jacksonville University. Yeah, thank you. Uh, Jarius, tell us a little bit about, about your background, where you're from, uh, where you played high school ball, uh, tell us about the North North Dakota State days and uh, your decision uh, to move down here to Jacksonville. Yeah, so um, I'm originally from Brooklyn Park, Minnesota. It's about 15 minutes outside of uh, Minneapolis. Really enjoyed growing up there, lived there my entire life. Uh, then uh, for high school, I went to Park Center, senior high school. Uh, we had some real good teams uh, kind of growing up and then we never got the state championship, but this past year, uh, actually, my little brother, he's on the team. They finally won. And then uh, after high school, for my first four years of college, I was at uh, North Dakota State. Uh, really enjoyed my time there. Met some great people. Made some lifelong friends. Uh, really went there because, one, it was close to home. And then on top of that, uh, the winning tradition they had and, and just uh, the culture they had, I really liked that. A lot uh, going in there. Played my first four years of college there. Tell tell me a little bit about your recruitment coming out of uh, out of high school. Um, what what option? Where were you? Uh, 
uh, given scholarship opportunities? Um, yeah, I was. I felt like I was fairly under recruited. I was kind of a, a late bloomer. I really didn't get on the scene much until really my last year at AAU, my seventeen year. But I had a few offers, uh, more so in the Midwest, coming out of high school. I had obviously North Dakota State. Um, then I had Northern Iowa, University of Idaho, and then uh, University of Wisconsin Green Bay. Okay, so all, all northern schools, that, mm-hmm. and uh, so you play four years at uh, at North Dakota State, uh, pretty good team in the Summit League, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Usually one of the top two, three teams in that league, and uh, you get an experience as I as I understand it. Uh, you actually had played uh, Duke before. Well, one of the I don't know if anybody else on the team had played against Duke before, but yeah. you played them in the tournament, right? Yeah, I actually did my freshman year. Tell me about the, that atmosphere, uh, the NCAA tournament. First round, you're playing a very highly regarded Duke team with uh, uh, with some pretty good high-profile players, Zion Williamson being one of the stars of that Duke team. How was that experience? Um, yeah, that was really cool. Uh, just being – that's really where you want to be as a college basketball player playing in the NCAA tournament. And then on top of that, you're playing a premier team like Duke. So um, – just yeah, that experience was awesome. Played about three hours outside of where Duke is in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, so it was basically like a home game for them. So that yeah. atmosphere was crazy. Yeah. Do you, uh, you have any physical altercations with uh, Zion Williamson? That, uh, that... Nah, <laughs> nah, I didn't. Good. <laughs> um, what, what was the scout for Zion, though? <laughs> the scout? Uh Make him shoot threes, and he hit a three out the gate. So, <laughs> kind of sag off of him, but he he ended up hitting a few that game. Yeah. So tell me, uh, you're about a six three, uh, mostly a two guard. I guess you play the two, and maybe you can play the three as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about what role you see you having for this uh, this Ju team. Yeah, um, I feel like my specialty is being my ability uh, to shoot the basketball. So just coming in and uh, hitting shots, and then on top of that, being able to facilitate to my teammates as well because I also feel like uh, because of my ability to shoot, if someone's closing out too hard on me, I can just pump fake, go by, and make the play off of that. But uh, also playing defense, talking on defense, and just using my experience to help the team out as well. Uh, with me being an older guy on the team, let's go back to that transfer process. So you've, you're you're four years uh, at at North Dakota State, and one of them was probably a redshirt year, I take it. So you decide you want to transfer. Uh, what was the thinking? Why did you decide you wanted to transfer at that uh, at this point in your career? Um, so I actually my uh, my career is kind of unorthodox with me. I played my freshman year, and then we returned the same team. Uh, the second year, and my coach uh, told me I I wouldn't necessarily be promised the minutes that I was hoping for. And uh, fortunately, he gave me the uh, option to be able to register that year. And looking back, that was huge. Uh, I knew, like, this time would come, th- the time this, uh, after last season would come, and I'd have the option of being able to transfer. And then just with uh, some of the guys I was real close with on my previous team, uh, kind of moving on, I felt like it was a an opportunity for me to do that as well. Had some other uh, teammates, good players on your North Dakota State team that decided to transfer as well. Mm-hmm. So that core was uh, going different ways after last season. Yep. And you had a big season last year. You went 24, 24 games last year? Yeah, something like that. Um, so 
your your role, you, obviously, your ability to shoot the ball is is valued at JU. Um, what was there about Jacksonville University's basketball program in the school that attracted you here? I mean, obviously, I'd be lying if I didn't say the warm weather. That was definitely appealing. But on top of that, the success that the team had last year. Uh, and then on top of that, just Coach Mincy's vision, uh, everything to do with basketball and outside of basketball. And then on top of that, then bringing in transfers like Omar and then bringing in returners like Kay and, and other guys, I, I felt like uh, I'd fit in well. And then on top of that, we'd have an opportunity to be a really good team. And how how are you feeling you're making the transition from four years at, at a school? How do you feel like you're transitioning here at JU? Obviously, there's growing pains with change. Uh, being somewhere for four years uh, is definitely a difference at first, and it took, it took some time, but I feel like I'm getting more and more comfortable each and every day out there and just continuing to build friendships with the guys on top of that. And uh, how, how do you feel being exposed to uh, the ways of the South? For the first time in your life, having been in the North the whole time. Uh, I, I have some family down south, so uh, I've, I've been to Florida multiple times growing up, too, so it wasn't, it's not too bad. Okay. Tell me about uh, what you enjoy doing, uh, Jarius, other than uh, playing a lot of basketball, and uh, what's your, what are some of the hobbies you enjoy? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, when I can, I haven't really been able to this past year, but I like to get out and uh, golf. I like to do that, and then on top of that, I haven't really had an opportunity to do this that much either, but I like to fish as well. Yeah, I, I noticed that the golf, you, you were not shy about getting in the uh, golf simulator. Oh, we had yeah. an event the other night. Oh, yeah, I've, I've never tried one of those out before, so I, yeah. thought, I thought I'd take advantage of that. Yeah. Um, so that is that something you learned that you grew up in Minnesota? There's a short golf season up in Minnesota. Uh, so how did you develop an interest in golf? Uh, my dad would take me every once in a while growing up. But then uh, at college at North Dakota State, I had some teammates on the team that liked to golf a lot. So uh, whenever we could in the summer, we'd get out there on the course. So, uh, yeah, my enjoyment for that just grew as I grew older. So you've been in college four years now. This is your fifth year. Um, what are your What are your plans for the future? Uh, what do you want to do uh, when you're through playing college basketball? Um, I'm really not sure yet. I know uh, potentially I'll have some opportunities to play professionally, but uh, if not that, I'd love to be able to stick around with sports. Uh, maybe that's coaching or whatever. But I've always been involved with sports, so I don't really see myself doing something outside of that. And tell me a little bit about uh, what what are the goals that you have for this team? What are you, what are your expectations, and what do you want to accomplish this year with the? Uh, uh, I mean, team? obviously, uh, our goal is to win the ASUN. Uh, but then on top of that, we feel like we can win multiple games in the tournament with uh, the experience that we have. We have a lot of older guys on this team, so just being able to tap in with that and and use that to our advantage, I think we could be a really good team. Well, I appreciate appreciate you joining us, Jarius, today. Uh, Jarius Cook, uh, a two-guard for the Dolphins. Uh, big expectations of him, hopefully helping uh, knock down some three-point shots this year. And I uh, appreciate you joining us. Thanks a lot for, for being here, uh, Jarius. Yep, thank you for having me. And that'll do it for uh, our, the third episode, or the second episode of the KO Show. And uh, we'll be joining you in the very near future.